This is a Cortez Currents news update. Managing Director Jane Newman explains how the Cortez Museum has weathered the pandemic financially. It's been an interesting and challenging year, there's no doubt. We closed in mid-March, and then we were very fortunate to be able to reopen for July and August. But we recently just did our statistics for the summer visitation, and it was down about 50%, where donations are probably down about 75%. We would normally open at least by mid-June and until mid-September. And this year, we just weren't able to, even though the directives coming from the government in British Columbia were that we as a museum could potentially open in early June, it just didn't seem like it was quite the right timing for us. And it took a lot of preparation to open with a very solid safety plan and all the protocols in place and to have our summer staff in place because we train a summer staff to be here on a full-time basis, and that person needed some significant training, and we needed to shift a lot of the way people move through the museum and things like that. So there was a lot of setup involved, and by July 1st, we were good and ready. And then we only had our summer staff until the last week of August, and it was difficult to find the volunteers and have volunteers in place for another two weeks of full-time opening. So we managed to maintain the opening summer opening hours through to the last week or the, the the end of the first week of September. So it was a shortened season, but we are still open. We only closed on summer hours and now we are open Fridays and Saturdays, 12 to 4, which was exactly what we would open last year as well. The lucky thing is, is that we over the years have worked very hard to be uh, we receive funding from the BC Arts Council. We receive funding from BC Gaming and from the Department of Heritage. And we were very lucky to have support funding from those organizations, those government organizations this year, and from Canada Summer Jobs, which was a standard program, but we did have funding from them as well. So we had emergency relief. Our loss in internal fundraising from our fundraising campaigns and, you know, know, whatever we would typically do, creative spaces tour and our walks and talks, our speaker series, things like that, oftentimes generate some fundraising revenue for us. That loss, in many ways, you could say very loosely, not an exact figure, was balanced by the emergency support from the government agencies. They weren't exactly equal, but they were pretty similar. And so that really has helped us feel comfortable and to be able to envision 2021. And we didn't have donations. We didn't have our own fundraising events. We didn't even have a lot of uh, membership renewals because we didn't run an AGM. So various things throughout the year really changed, but those government agencies really stepped up to the plate in 2020. Uncertain about what that looks like in 2021. There has been no promise of you know, this is what's going to, this is what you can expect in 2021 from the agencies that support us. So, you know, we really have to work those relationships with the agencies, the government, um, but they, they really came through this year. So we feel that that funding that came through as that emergency relief funding has to carry us through 2021 as well, possibly. So we're being very frugal and we're looking very conservatively at how we might 
offer programming and, you know, look at online offers and run specific things that we could run outside or in a safe manner at the hall or whatever that looks like um, without knowing we're spending more than we'd feel comfortable with at this time. 